Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. Guess what? We back. It's been a minute, but we back. And we here to stay, man. What's going on? I got my dog shot in the building. What's good with you, big dog? Man, you already know, man. I'm, I'm fully energized now. I'm fully recharged, fresh off the drought. Let's get it, man. That's true, dog. Hey, look, just for everybody that don't know, and this just go to show you how rude my co-host is. He ain't even congratulate me on getting married. That's one of the reasons we took a break. Let me get to it, man. Let me get to it. I want to slow walk the people, man. <laughs> but, yeah, shout hey. out to my wife. You know what I'm saying? Shout well, out to my wife. I, I love you, babe. Well, I know you can hear me right now. That's, that's another reason why I'm saying it, because I know you're not going to listen to this uh, any other time. Hey, bro, so. you got you to introduce me to your wife, bro. Shout out, bro. Yeah, definitely have to. Definitely going to have to do that, dog. Definitely going to have to do that. Yeah, I got I gotta see the woman that's putting up with you the rest of her life. <laughs> I can tell you one thing, bro. In in order for you to understand, she's a really great secretary, bro. Really great secretary. Oh, all right, all right. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, dog. But I mean, look, we didn't missed out on a whole bunch of stuff. A whole bunch of stuff been happening. NFL, NBA. Huh? We got three weeks. Yeah, man, it's been like three weeks, so we didn't. We got we got some catching up to do, but we gonna just stay current with it because I mean, really, this overtake just about everything that's been going on. Uh, this probably been the headline for at least the last four days. This Rondo CP3 brawl that took place uh, when the Rockets played the Lakers at the Lakers uh, opening game, game uh, home home opener. Uh, man, it was yep. crazy. Um, you know, if for those that, that don't know, supposedly Rondo spit in CP3. Well, technically, well, let me start over. I'm sorry. Brandon Ingram was getting basically pushed around. The, the game was real feisty. Uh, they called a foul on him against uh, James Harden, which could have been called either way. It could have been a push off, whatever. James Harden was great at, at getting fouled. Uh, that caused Brandon Ingram to push James Harden. Brandon Ingram gets in the referee's face like he was going to punch the referee. In some kind of way, off from the focus of the camera, someone on another part of the court, Rondo and CP3 just breaks into a brawl. Rondo's, I mean, CP3 says Rondo spits in his face. Um, I mean, you, then all of a sudden, CP3 mushes Rondo. Rondo, you know, you realize, like somebody else said, you realize Rondo left-handed because he caught him with a straight left to the cheek. And then CP3 <laughs> double back with an uppercut, and it end up leading to, uh, and I missed something else. Uh, Ingram come back in with a haymaker. He missed some. He missed basically everybody. Luckily, he didn't hit uh, PJ Tucker. I don't know how that would have turned out for him. <laughs> um, so it ended up leading to some some fines, some suspensions, four game suspension for Ingram, three game suspension for. Paul and uh no for Rondo and a two game suspension for Paul, um that's a whole lot to 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 absorb right now. If you haven't seen the videos and all that stuff, please go check it out. But I want to know what you think about this shot because CP3 is saying he he got he got the man spitting his face. They got this close up kind of like of a side back angle of Rondo's face, kind of makes it look like he's spitting in CP3 face. Uh, Rondo said he was exasperated, uh, and he just kind of, I guess, blew out. And when he blew out, it spit 
it, a little spit flew out his mouth into the man's face. I don't know, but I want to get your take on it before I speak what I believe. So, the floor is yours. Oh, a lot of stuff to unpack right there. A lot of stuff to unpack. Let's start with this, though. I don't believe Randall spit in his face intentionally. Now, he may have spit it because it was yelling, changing words, or whatever. You know, that happens. But my thing is, in Chris Paul's story, he said, and I quote, he spit in my, the fight started because he spit in my face and I responded by calling him a turd. In what world, if a man spits in your face, Harold, are you going to respond by calling this man a turtle? He called him a turtle. <laughs> yes. yes, it's a quote from Chris Paul. That's, what, that's how the fight got started. He called he him a turtle. Okay. And, and I called him a turtle. Okay. Spitting in my and, face and ain't going to lead to that, but okay. Part. What'd you say? Spitting in my face not going to lead to me saying turtle. Exactly. I'm not exactly. going to say turtle. Spitting in your face not going to lead to no uh, verbal response. I mean, not for me. There's nothing else we got to talk about. You well, know? Only time but, I think I could be talking is if I'm talking while I'm probably swinging, probably calling right. you out your name yeah. as I'm swinging okay. at you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I can't imagine exactly. that. But keep, I'm sorry to cut you off, bro. Go ahead. No, but I mean, I, that was a question because I really wanted to know, and maybe I was tripping, but I wanted to know in what world can you call a man a turtle and, I mean, you can spit in a man's face and respond by calling him a turtle. Like, I don't get, I don't understand that. But anyway, past that, I mean, you know, it was a fight. Ice and basketball happened. Chris Paul got served that Popeye's two feet with a biscuit. And, you know, that's just the way it went down. They, Nobody don't look at neither one of them really differently. Like, none of them went out like a, you know, that word I can't say on here. As she would. Because we trying to get sponsored. As yeah. she would. You know, we trying to get sponsored for this podcast, so I'm not going to say nothing like that. But, um, yeah, everybody, you know, I think the, the suspension was, was accurate if they felt like indeed Chris uh, Paul got his face fit in, but I'm not sure. What the league thought on that, but they didn't give an explanation behind the game. Why they gave each player the amount of games that they did. Uh, I think Brandon Ingram got the most games because, you know, he was away from the situation and he literally sprinted back to the situation to throw a pass. And he also got in the face of the referee when the right. initial altercation between him and James Hunt occurred. So, I mean, that's just my thoughts on it. I mean, you know, fighting, that's what happened. I think it got moved up just because people just love controversy. It's just love the drama. And it's not often we see an actual fight with punches just thrown. Normally, it's just people shoving each other and everybody going their way. But yeah. you know how they go. It's normally a hold-me-back contest. Who could who could look the yeah. best being held back? Who could look like they'll really mess you up being held back? That's normally how it goes. But Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> so, but the funny thing is, bro, now... You know, Rondo came out with a statement saying CP3, uh, not a good teammate and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you got some people saying, well, Rondo, not a good teammate. I think Rondo probably had more problem with management. And I think CP3 would more look at like a choir boy type. Like he going and he going snitching, he's singing. You know what I'm saying? He going to tell what's wrong and this, that, and the other. And, it, and I don't know if that's a common quality for people who like to be presidents and like leaders of clubs and stuff like that, like especially like yeah. union type stuff. Cause 
Like, just yeah. thinking about, and I'm not going to get in the specificities of our job, and I'm just going to keep it at <laughs> that, because I don't, you know, so, we have social media rules and stuff like that, so I'm not going to say exactly where I work, but just say the union, the, the union that represents <laughs> us, seems like the ones that represent the union, before they represented the union, were the snitches. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny yeah. how the pre he is the president of the union, the the players union, and then he has also the reputation of being a snitch and this, that, and the other. And you know, I hear people say, "Well, oh well, Chris Paul is trying to protect his image, so that's why they saying they going with the he spit in my face thing." But I mean, honestly, as a man, as a adult, you want your image to be pristine. You don't want to have a bad image, so I can't fault him for taking on endorsements and things like that to make himself appear to be a better person than what he may have he may he may be. I mean, who doesn't do that? You know what I'm saying? We all fall short at some time, but either way, to say all that to say that one, I agree with you. I don't think Rondo spit in his face on purpose. I think Rondo breathed and they everybody saying well Rondo mouth shrunk in and is that another and he's spitting his face. Rondo probably Took a deep breath knowing he had some spit on his tongue to make some spit come out of his mouth. <laughs> I, I will say that. I don't think Rondo 100% innocent because as dirty, Rondo not a dirty, as dirty of a player as Chris Paul. I ain't going to say Rondo dirty, but Rondo is feisty. He will get in your face. Mm-hmm. He will, you know, bother you and pick at you. And he, you know, he, he that's the type of player he is. But at the same time, I don't think he was like, oh. To spit in the man's face. Right. I don't see that right. happening. And two, if you feel like that, CP3, like I've heard I've heard some people say, well, CP3 was right to do how he responded. And then I hear some people say, well, CP3 thought about it, knowing he wilded out when he mushed him. So he said he spit in my face to make it seem like mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm not the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But we also talking about somebody who then took a lot of a lot of cheap shots at people. He injured Anthony Davis um, in one in one game before he ran into ran into the man knee and injured him. He then gave a couple nut shots, like not necessarily clean. So I don't necessarily I don't really have a side. Um, I think personally, Brandon Ingram. The, the worst thing, other than coming back and throwing that wild punch because you don't know who you could have hurt in that situation, um, other than that, I think that him getting in that ref face like he'll really punch him in the face, yeah. that right there should have got him more than them four games. Just because you have to have a, a certain respect level, not only for your elders, but for the referees, they they have a responsibility just like you do. And their responsibility is to call the game how it is you do dirty stuff during the game. You do stuff. Everybody had their own little thing. Do not try to get in his ref face like you a whoop him because you mad at James Harden. Go get in James Harden face like you a whoop him. Because at the end of the day, it's James Harden that's playing the refs against you. You see what I'm saying? So Well, look, I am, but I have to be I have to be objective about certain stuff. The referee, you know how that goes, dog. You can't touch a referee, and you can't be bracing up to a referee like that. Like, it's just a different level of uh, uh, to to from a player to a referee. It's just it's just different. And you twenty, what is it, twenty twenty one, something like that. Real young, real young dude. You going bracing up to a forty fifty year old man, like yeah, twenty one. 
Yeah, it's like, come on, bro. You like at some point you gotta respect yourself and be like, okay, that's that wasn't right for me to do. But ah, uh, the punch, like you say, was serious. But CP3 hit him with an uppercut, though. See, <laughs> CP3, CP3 hit him with a he 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 hit him with a clean little uppercut. I don't know. I, I can't wait until they play again. Like I know. <laughs> Like, I can't wait. I'm watching it. I'm glued to the TV when that happens. So, I'm going to mark my calendar. I'm going to when that game is. And I can't wait to watch it. Like, because I know they play each other three more times this season. That's okay. Well, we got some good NBA going on. But this whole thing, that led to a loss for the Lakers, which that was the second game. Then they end up losing the next game. And they actually just won last night against yes, the Phoenix Suns. Which we had to win that game because we can't go on forward. It couldn't have gone on on. LeBron James can't go on forward. Oh, it's gonna be a spectacle, dog. Like it's gonna turn into a circus. Oh, LeBron yeah. James doesn't have it anymore. He's falling off. I'm hearing people saying it already. He's losing a step and blah blah blah. And I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying like, you know, it's like all the all the LeBron, you know, that 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 hate that LeBron draws is, is starting to happen. Um, but what you think about these? One and three Lakers, man. Oh, Lakers in um the first game of the season, the Lakers have played at the fastest pace in LeBron James' career. In sixteen years, he has never played at a pace that fast. So, you know, I'm expecting it to be different for He's adjusting. You know, the Lakers the young Lakers that was there last year, they're pretty used to this pace and used to running up and down the court hundred and ten miles an hour, and that's the way they're gonna play. And, they're not stopping anybody on defense right now at all. So that's problem number one. They're not playing any defense. The Lakers are averaging 129 points a game, which is second in the NBA for the New Orleans Pelicans. But they're not playing any defense. And that's really what it comes down to. They're not playing any defense right now. But I'm assuming that's going to get fixed. They looked a lot better against Phoenix. The first three teams they played are teams that Potentially as playoff teams, uh, with Portland, Houston, and San Antonio. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not worried about, uh, and they got the Nuggets tonight. And then, yeah, they got, actually, they got the Nuggets. We'll get back to them later, but they had the Nuggets tonight. But, um, I expect the Lakers to, to play well. You know, they'll gel. Yesterday, like I said, last night looked a lot better than they looked in the previous games. And, they're gelling pretty well. They're saying they're a completely new team with about, uh, about up to seven new people that's getting actual playing time that wasn't really a part of their team last year. So right. I right. think they'll be fine. And I, and I honestly, man, I agree because, like, you know, we expect instant, like this, you know, the world is the instant thing. Everything is instant grit. Everything is is boom, it got to happen right now. Boom, it got to happen right now. Like, like so they expected LeBron James to come out and be 4 and 0. Now the crazy thing is, they could easily be they could easily have been 4 and 0. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, different things yeah. happen, but like you say they have to adjust to each other. They have to figure out a chemistry. Really and truly, they got to figure out a rotation. It's funny that they seem honestly seem like they actually start playing better with Rondo and Ingram out of the lineup and I, not because of they probably are better without them. I think it's because they didn't have to worry about the substitution, the the who gonna play at what. 
trying to figure out different yeah, things. Yeah, rotation got shorter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like you had to go a certain route. So it made it easier for you to make plays off that and, and adjust because you know what route you have to go. Now, I, I texted y'all this last night. And y'all kind of like made me – y'all kind of basically hit me with the you need to pump your brakes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but – this just. Oh, you gonna get into that? You gonna get into that? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just briefly say it. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna get too much into it. But I will say this. Josh Hart. Josh Hart, to me, is a star in the making. The reason I say that, and I don't mean he gonna be Steph Curry, or uh, I don't. I'm not saying he gonna be a top five player. I'm not gonna even say. I, I think he can eventually. I think he eventually will be like. Maybe John Wall, Bradley Billish, like where you know who he is. He might not be the greatest at at his position. Basically, an all star. You know, I, I think eventually in his career he will make some all star teams. Um, okay. I, I think his four years playing college ball is showing up so strong yeah. right now because he's one of the most consistent players, offensively, defensively. And I think he he is a key piece to that team. I don't know if they gonna if they gonna end up shipping him out whenever they try to trade for Anthony Davis. Uh, but I, I think I think that's gonna I think they're gonna be real good too. I just think it takes time. I think we have to just like y'all made me pump my brakes on that statement. I think people gotta pump their brakes on the Lakers and just say okay, let them figure it out because that's what have to happen. They gotta figure it out because even the Celtics kind of trying to figure out, and they just added two more pieces in, and they trying to figure out. They kind of scrambling and stuff like that. But before we get into any of that, um, what's your most shocking takeaway from this first week of the NBA? Okay, I got two. Okay. I got two, and hopefully none of them is the one that you have. That you have one. I got got some things that's shocking for me. uh, There's a nugget. Being undefeated mm. and being four and zero and beating Golden State in one of those four victories—that was that was an eye opener. Even though it's early, like I said, and I'm not going crazy for none of that. You know, they got a tough game tonight against the Lakers. I believe that game is in Denver. So, I think, I think oh no, it's in LA. LA. No, it's in LA. It's in LA. Yeah, it's in LA. It's actually yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just started. But um Denver Nuggets is one and the Boston Celtics is my other one. I am shocked that the Boston Celtics are struggling the way they are. But like you said, integrating two new teams two new teams who back into the lineup where the youth was striving so much last year doing that playoff run right? and now you turn Revere going back to the bench. You know, Jalen Brown's not getting the but I don't know. They're off to a slow start. I, I agree. Um, question, I, I got a question uh, I want to ask you about uh, 
Well, a statement and then a question. Statement. I don't know if you watch. Have you watched the Celtics play any of this season? I actually watched them play the very first game of the season. That was all I thought of. I know you said that uh, that Tatum ain't getting as many shots, but does it seem like he like I'm gonna still shoot the ball? <laughs> like, is it just me? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, he's not getting the bad touches, but he's still getting the shots. He didn't change Kobe in the offseason. He did, and you could tell. Oh my god, oh my god, I can see, I can see a lot of problems gonna happen with the Celtics. They are gonna have a lot of growing pains this season, but I think once it gel. It's gonna be. They gonna be tough. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, they gonna yeah. be tough. You picked them to beat Golden State, right? I did. That's that's my pick this year. I, I, I'm not gonna. I, I feel the same way about the way I feel about the Lakers. I feel about them. Uh, they still got. They got to figure that out. But I want to ask. This is a question I want to ask you though. Who's okay. better on that team for that team? Uh, Jalen Brown or uh. What's his name? Gordon. What is why, why I wanna call this man Gordon? I'm s i am hate yeah, Gordon. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward, that's it. I wanted to say his last name is Gordon. Gordon Hayward. Who's better for that team? For that team, it probably is Jalen Brown. If you wanna be honest. Gordon Hayward was the better option at the time they signed Gordon Hayward. Before we knew where Tatum was gonna be, before Jalen Brown started to develop. But now that those guys been developed, I think Jalen Brown is a better option because for one, he's a better defender, and you need somebody that's an elite defender on the court with those guys. Kyrie is not an elite defender, and Jason Tatum is not really, you know, not that great. Right. I'll say that. Gordon Hayward's not a great defender himself, but Jalen Brown—that's that's his calling card. Yeah. That's what it's called. It's the definition of a 3 and D guy. So, I believe he's a better option for that team. I believe he's a better player in a way, shape, form, or fashion. But I don't believe he's a better fit for that office. Okay. okay. I, I understand. I just think I think that's going to be something that people going to debate throughout this season. Who's better for that team? Because eventually, at some point, either they're going to have to say, you're not going to play as much to one of them. And you're going to have yeah. to play more of a secondary role or they going to get rid of one of them. And mm-hmm. I don't know which, in, in a sense, you can really, you could argue back and forth about who better for the team, you know, depending on what you see as valuable and what you don't see. You know what I'm saying? But as far right. as my shocking takeaways, one is that uh, the 76ers don't seem to be as good as they supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um. They're supposed to be one of the top three teams in the East. And yeah. I don't know if they're going to be a top three team in the East. Um, yeah. Joel and B, really, he, he he balling, don't get me wrong, 30 and 10. He averaging 30 and 10. He balling, which, like a lot of people right now, balling. We're going to get into that in a second. But um, that's, that's kind of shocking to me because the way they're getting handled by other teams that they shouldn't be getting handled by like the way the Pistons did him. Man, they, he really let Blake Griffin, torn up me, Blake Griffin, who's supposed to be washed, not as athletic, not as explosive, not as good of a player anymore because he hurt, he had so many injuries and blah, 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 and all this controversy going around his name. Blake Griffin threw, put 50 on you, though. Blake Griffin. Yeah. In 2018, yeah. Blake Griffin put up 50. 
Okay, so yeah. we, we, you can't, the, the yapping that he's doing and the, the, the lack of results, and then this whole Markel Foles start the first half, sit the second half, however they trying to figure out that rotate. That just, it just seemed like a lot of messiness going on in that organization. But my other, my, I actually had two, too. Um, and it's gonna, this gonna more show my, my fanhood than anything. But Anthony Davis, it's the truth and three fourths of a billion. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever that is, that boy the truth. That boy, that boy playing. Look, the Pelicans are really, really good. Like I know we was talking about this the other day, bro. And um, shout out to the Pelicans. Shout out to Alpha Payton. Alpha Payton changes that team. Now. I, you know, shout out to him. You know, we did it. We went to his basketball camp and stuff like that. And the dude, I didn't realize he was that good of a player because I didn't ever watch him. So just from my personal oh, thing, okay. I never got a chance to see him play. But he, he's a, I, I don't want to say oversized point guard because that's almost disrespectful. He a big point guard and he can create, he can find guys, he can, you know, he, he a good playmaker. Alongside of uh-huh. Drew Holiday, Mirage stepped up. Anthony Davis playing like he playing like when he walked out that interview with Rachel Nichols, it was like he knew that I got this on my back and I'm gonna show y'all that I'm a dude that I am the best player in the league. I he playing like yeah. he got it. You can see it in his eyes almost like this dude here want it. He want it. And I really think that they actually might be they might be the the second or third seed in the West this year. Like that, if they stay healthy, I, they might be one of the top two or three teams in the league. They really that good. I think. I really think they might be that good. So that's a, that's the other takeaway for me, um, like shocker thing because I wasn't expect I didn't expect them to be what they four and oh, three and oh, four and oh, something like that right now. I didn't expect that. Three and yeah, they three and I I personally didn't expect that. So it's more of a shocker to me. But speaking of these shocking things, NBA two early MVP candidates. They got plenty. They got plenty of them. Uh, I personally think Anthony Davis the front runner, but you got some people that are balling right. Steph just put up fifty one last night in three quarters. Correct. I mean, what you Correct. think, bro? Uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you No way. No way it's gonna happen, and then we give you one that's a possibility. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give you my one. Uh, you, you, you touched on Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin lead the league in scoring right now, averaging 36 points a game, by the way. But he's not gonna be my one. Kimber Walker is my one that's no way he wins in this But he is averaging 31 points and five assists. Yeah, 41 in the season opener against the Bucks. They lost that game, but he is playing out of his mind right now. But my, who I think is the actual front runner right now is a man by the name of Stephen Curry. Oh, wow. I'm going with Steph Curry right now. He's shooting 55% for the field, 52% from three. And 90% for the free throw line. A player has never shot 50, 50, and 90 for a season. If Steph keeps this up along with the number one seed, Stephen Curry will 
win MVP. You know what, bro? You make a good point. You make a good point. Now, I will say somebody else that's – I think we didn't understand. It's funny how you get players when they move from the original team they and they get an opportunity. Some players really grasp that opportunity and they just shine. The person that I'm uh-huh. speaking of right now is Zach Levine. He didn't have, he 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 had thirty and ten. No, no, that's NB had thirty and ten, averaging thirty and ten. He but he had thirty points in the first four games of the season. Um, really? Yeah, he just scored. Nobody that played for the Bulls have opened up with thirty. The four straight thirty point games since Michael Jordan. Really, I don't I think that happened in the really. league since Michael Jordan. I don't think the first four games they didn't got thirty points the first four games. Something like that. I think I heard that that stat. I could be wrong. Y'all could fact check me. But I'm pretty sure I know for sure it's for the Bulls, but I think it's for the league. Averaging thirty. I mean, putting up thirty the first four games. But I'm gonna tell you now, A D balling right now, A D balling. And I think over overall he's gonna have a better stat line when the season ends. But as a too early MVP candidate, Giannis Antetokounmpo is averaging like thirty and eighteen right now. <laughs> like that is that is ridiculous. So right now, like I ain't gonna lie, I was like riding AD. I was like, man, AD balling thirty. 13 and 5 blocks. He averaging three blocks a game. The other night he had like 30, 13, and 5 or something like that. But he he averaging 30, like 12, and I think he averaging three blocks or something like that. I think I want to say he might be like four or five assists right now, too. So he like doing everything. And then I heard that Giannis was averaging 30 plus and 18 rebounds. I'm like, 18 rebounds? He not even the center. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not a similar. You know, he getting eighteen. So that's my that's my two early. But I ain't gonna lie. Steph Curry putting up fifty one. Blake Griffin putting up fifty. Um, I mean, uh, MB thirty and averaging thirty and ten. I mean, even quietly, LeBron averaging twenty seven, eight and eight. <laughs> like real quiet. You know what I'm saying? Extremely quiet. Like. Uh, it's 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 just it's just crazy how you know so many things you know happening right now in these first few games. But wait to see. I think this is gonna be one of the best NBA seasons you know in a long time, like competitive wise. Because even and you know who we didn't say nothing about Kawhi Leonard. He balling right now. Uh, I got another one. I got another one. Who? Like uh, another hell no. He won. Win MVP, he won't even sniff the All Star game. But Miritich is averaging twenty eight and ten right now. I had to say it because it's crazy for Miritich to be averaging twenty eight and ten, and the Bulls essentially gave that man away for nothing last year. But like I said, some people they can switch from their original team and they grasp the opportunity, and they don't. And and I'm. We're gonna have to see how this uh this NBA gonna play out. Um But to kind of transfer to the, from the NBA to the NFL, we done missed a lot in the NFL too. 
uh, a lot of crazy things been going on. You got a lot of crazy trades. You got teams that haven't lost. You got teams that look like they can't be beat no more. Uh, you got you got a lot of stuff going on in the NFL, man. Um, but let's start with this these Rams, bro. They what six and zero. Um, they looking unstoppable when golf not having a good day, girly having a good day, when golf having a good day, girly having a good day. Like, uh, girly on pace to break LaDainian Thompson 31 touchdown, uh, in a season record. Uh, I think he at 16 touchdowns right now. I believe so. Yeah, 16 touchdowns. That's unbelievable. Um, in seven games. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, so, man, what you thinking about this NFL and how it's playing out in these first seven weeks of the league? Um, I think since the last time we were on here, uh, we, was talking, we was talking about Pat Mahomes, I believe. He has continued to play well. I believe he was asking me, was the hype real? And so far, he, he's delivered. He's definitely delivered. Um, Kansas City is playing out of their mind. I don't know if anybody can beat them, but they did lose. The one game they did lose this season was to the second best team right now in the AFC. And that's the New England Patriots. Which is my Super Bowl pick, by the way, in case y'all forgot. You know, I think it's going to come out of the AFC. But so you're saying Patrick, Kansas City? Patrick Mahomes got me a little nervous. So you saying, I mean, you're saying the Patriots are the second best team behind Kansas City? Yeah. Even after they beat Kansas City? Record-wise. Okay, okay. Record-wise. I didn't know. I didn't know how yeah. you were saying. Okay. No, I mean, and to be honest, I still probably would leave Kansas City even if they played against them. Just because I feel like Belichick was able to scheme to Mahomes probably differently than any other coach on DC he faced this year was able to do that. I think if you watch the film on that game, you'll see a couple mistakes he made that he did early in the game because he played better in the second half of that game. Oh, definitely. But, yeah, I so I, I think he adjusted. You know, he made the proper adjustments. Not saying Belichick can't come up with something different to slow him down, but it definitely won't be the same thing working twice against him. And right now, I just feel like we haven't put it all together yet with, with a couple pieces with Evelyn coming back and Josh Gordon still getting acclimated to the system. Grump is Hanged up and, you know, it's just a lot going on in New England on that offense. But I do think I would lean to the Chiefs if they played again. So I, I, I'm giving the Chiefs a nod as the best team in the Right, right. Right, I, I ain't gonna lie, I think, I, like, I ain't trying to change my Super Bowl picks. I'm still gonna go, I said Jacksonville, I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go to the grave with Jacksonville for, because that's what I said. Uh, yeah, am I nervous? Ride. Am I nervous? I am nervous. I'm very nervous. Uh, I expected a lot more of them, clearly. Uh, Kansas City, though, just thinking about the last Super Bowl, you had the Patriots and the Patriots. Who the Patriots Patriots play? Oh, the Eagles, right? So that was the most offensive Super Bowl ever as far as yardage, scores, all that. Like, nobody has ever produced that much in a Super Bowl but from both sides of the uh, both teams, I think I think it's almost like uh, Showtime football in a sense 
to to kind of piggyback on this new Showtime Laker thing. It's like Showtime football. <laughs> it's like it's about the scoring, you know, like, you know, with the rules, like how we discussed early in the season with these rules, the tackling, the quarterback. Funny thing is, speaking of the Patriots, just to go to show you how disciplined they are, they have this whole entire season, they have not got a rough in the pass a penalty. Have not got one rough in the pass a penalty this entire season. So that just go to show you how disciplined they are because top name players were getting these calls against them. Players that are great players. And they've been getting these calls against them. You know, very notable, very recognizable people. And the Patriots haven't committed that penalty not one time since the uh, season has started. But you got you got Kansas City, and I'm going to kind of – I ain't going to steal it. I'm going to get the credit where the credit due. Um, Bill Simmons said it on the Jalen and Jacoby podcast, and Jalen Rose kind of stole it himself. But speaking, – Speaking of giving, giving credit where it's due uh, – just remind me to come back to that point after you. Okay, we'll, we'll do. Okay, I don't know where that's going, but okay. Uh, yeah. they saying that Patrick Mahomes is the football version of Steph Curry. Now, I personally thought that was Aaron Rodgers, but they saying that Patrick Mahomes is the football version of Steph Curry. The way they offense playing is like they just – it's almost like – unbelievable like they say how open these dudes be even when he throw a pass that's wrong the person that's behind the person that's supposed to get the ball catch the catch the ball and they score it's like they just always in the right position at the right time so i don't know if in if defense is gonna even matter like throughout the majority of a game in a super bowl for the next few years at least because it's only gonna make basically one defensive play is the reason that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. The the Kansas City Chiefs about to get Houston back. They about to get Eric Berry back. Once they get Eric Berry back, you can shut down whatever tight end or whoever you want with that. That boy shut down Gronk in the, in the season opener last season. Shut him down until he got hurt. So, um, they going to be tough, man. I, I, and the Saints, well, we going to. We gonna get. I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna say what I need to say about the Saints. But what what was that you wanted to say about giving credit what credit is due? Um. Okay. October 15th, oh. the unqualified sports Twitter page tweeted: The Chargers are not expected to get Pro Bowlers Joey Bosa back until after their bye week in Week Eight. That was October 15th when the unqualified sports page broke that story. Mm-hmm. Sunday, October 21st, Bleacher Report tweet, Chargers Bolsa expected to debut week nine and just decided not to give us any credit on breaking this story first. Oh, wow. I found that to be quite interesting. Shout out Bleacher Report, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's no, just take info and just put it out there without giving credit to the original Right, because we got a whole Chargers insider who actually are a sneakily good team this year. They are really good this year. Really, really good team. Fresh off their trip to London that I had to hear all about. I heard it was a great trip. A great trip. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. And they came home with a dove, so that made it even better. Made it even sweeter. A 14-hour flight. Wow. 14-hour. Wow. Well, they looking good. I mean, you got 
That is crazy that Bleacher Report wouldn't, you know, give us our credit. Maybe they they went to another source, and maybe they need to come and holler at us if they want Chargers inside information. You know what I'm saying? We we willing to help you guys out. We all the same. We all media. You know, we all willing to help each other out. You know? Yeah. Um, we a family, you know. Exactly, exactly. So there's no, no, no ill will against against uh, Bleach Report. Just you, they got better. So they got some some sources you you can find that's better than others. That's all we saying. So come holler at us, you gonna know something, you know. Uh, but that that is interesting. Speaking of, you know, people coming back at later dates. You even got like like we were speaking about earlier with like Delvin Cook. He gonna be out. We were talking about Latavius Murray, stuff like that. Or you can talk about Le'Veon Bell holding out until past the trade deadline. Okay. So that's one thing. Which I personally think is smart. I, I don't really have too much to say about it. I think that's smart for him because then that way he guaranteed to play there and they have to hold him there and he gonna be able to still do it. He, you know what? What I think his goal is, whatever that is, you know, for him, whatever his plan is. So, mm-hmm. what you think about that Le'Veon Bell thing? Absolutely genius, genius for them. Nobody is not going to make a move for Le'Veon Bell as long as he's moving out. So, wait till after the trade, that's the deadline. You'll report in enough time for you to still play out the rest of the season, and become a free agent at the end of the season where you have free will to sign wherever you like. So, um, while I didn't agree with him holding out in the first place, because I feel like if you sign a contract, you should, ob- you should be obligated to it. But if that's what he wanted to do, this situation unfolded pretty perfectly for so. Right. I totally agree. So, this this segue straight into this this trade deadline because we've had trades happening. The deadline is the thirtieth uh, of this month, October, and uh, well, as you know, Khalil Mack got traded early in the season, so that's not necessarily new news. But then uh, Amari Cooper gets traded to the Cowboys. Now I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm glad we finally got a receiver. Uh, I think this is a test for Dak. More than it is a test for anyone else. I don't even. I think this is gonna save Jason Garrett right here, cause this is gonna be them saying, "Well, Jason Garrett got you somebody, even though he not the GM." But you know that's how they gonna try to put it. Like he made, he had a part in that decision, and they gonna yeah. make it like, "Oh, well, Dak, did you were you able to produce with Amari Cooper? You got, we got you a number one receiver." So I think that's gonna be interesting to kind of keep your eye on throughout the season. What you think? I agree. This this is definitely a move for you, Dak. You can't say you didn't have weapons. We didn't do anything to accommodate you with, with the proper things that you needed in order to succeed. And this is basically, essentially, what you had during the year you, you played well. You got a legit number one receiver now. You got a healthy Ezekiel Elliott. You got uh, pretty much the same offensive line when healthy. You know, this, this, is, what you, this is what you used to... To launch your career in the beginning, so we're expecting you to get back to that level and surpass the really. I personally hope they open up the playbook and be a little more creative with stuff um, to help that. Um, because a lot of that's gonna be on them too. So hopefully, don't he don't get all the blame? And not to not to just because he a cowboy. I'm talking about that's for anybody because 
whoever, whatever team, whoever go to, you still got to let them get acclimated to the team. And you, but you have to, if you get a star player, you got to figure out ways to be creative with that player. You know, especially in, look like like we say with Andy Reid, it's like Andy Reid like like this. He like like he got that little green book from the water boy or something. It's like oh, you know what I'm saying? It's like he looking at the other coaches and picturing their heads as babies and 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 uh, cocker spaniels and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like he he just he killing it. So. Jason Garrett gonna have to go steal that book from Andy Reid or something because he's gonna have to figure something out. But <laughs> I, I got a question for you, for you before you leave that point. I'm listening. Are you okay with your franchise giving up a first round pick for Amari Am I okay with it? No. Am I surprised or shocked or like upset about it? That's my. That's more of my expectation. That's Jared Jones. Like, that's Jerry Jones. I, I don't I don't know how else to put it. It's, it's Jerry Jones. I expect, when I saw it, I was like, that's kind of much for Amari Cooper. But I kind of understand that he's young. You know, I can understand the points that come along with it. But um, a first-round pick, I don't know. A first-round pick, it just seemed like a little too much to me. But, I mean, I heard that they had to outbid. So, they had to outbid the Eagles. The Eagles was going to give a second-round pick. So, they had to outbid yeah. the Eagles. So, and that's crazy because the Eagles don't have a horrible receiving core, but I I understand he on the block, so why not go for it? Um, uh-huh. I I I think it was a little a little too much, but uh, hopefully we'll see how it works. Like I said, I I just want to see how it's gonna play out with with Dak because I I just hope that they don't restrict him to make him look bad just to get him mm-hmm. just so they ain't got a pan. Because to me that's messed up, but. I would not, also, again, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised at all. America seems. And, hey, and the funny thing is, the, the ways that it epitomizes America at times are real sideways, bro. It's, 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 it's crazy. It's just crazy when you really sit back and think about some stuff. It's real sideways. But we are the number two defense in the, in, in the league right now, so... I ain't tripping. Boom. Uh, so I ain't tripping. Our defense solid. But another trade that happened, the Giants, who are one and six right now, they traded Snacks Harrison to the Detroit Lions, who actually are pretty good right now. They're having some trouble stopping the run. They got a real pretty good got a pretty good uh run stopping Snacks Harrison. So once he get incorporated, I think their defense will actually uh take a step forward. Um but then you got Eli Apple, and you you got speculation that they might even have more trades happening in the near future with other teams. Supposedly, the Giants might not be finished because they trying to get rid of Janoris Jenkins. Uh, uh, the Raiders not finished. They trying to they might still be trying to get rid of Derek Carr. And I, I don't know if anybody really want Derek Carr right now. Maybe I don't, I don't know. That's such a big contract to move. Bro, that's what I was thinking too. Like, how I don't know how they would do that, but yeah, John Gruden, what as she would say, WTF is John Gruden doing? <laughs> I don't know if you can answer I, that. I don't know where to begin. Uh, uh, I don't even want to begin with the Khalil Mack debacle. Uh, they're looking at moving Derek Carr. They already shipped out of Mary Cooper. I heard they were trying to uh, also move the 
The number two corner, Gary Conley. I just don't know what's going on over there, Oakland, man. Uh, now, Sean Lynch just got put on IR with a possibility of returning late in the season. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're in full tank mode. It just feel like they just gave up on the season and they're going to rebuild it. And I guess they're going to let Groovy rebuild it. That's what you do when you sign a coach for, what, 10 years? 10 years. He got opt-out. He got opt-outs in his contract, though, where he can... He can kind of leave if he he's because he said if he if he not getting the job done he'll he'll actually step down after so much yeah, time. So, I don't know, man. It seems like they're blowing it up though, and it's just gonna start over. I don't expect Derek Carr to get moved. I think he's you know kind of jumping out the window because I don't see anybody trading for a contract that big unless it's a team with a lot of cap space and a massive need of quarterback. <clears throat> Jacksonville, but um. We don't know, man. I don't. I don't know right now. They can get Kaepernick for way cheaper than uh, way cheaper than Derek Carr. But that's neither here nor there. And the funny thing is, Jacksonville to me, if any team should take him, they should pick up Kaepernick. Not only because they need a quarterback, but they the only team in the league that they owner is not a white. Uh, adult, they have, and I don't, I don't. Yeah, he's his last name is Khan. I know. I, I want to. I don't know what's his nationality. Oh yeah. Uh, and I don't want to disrespect okay. him by calling him something he's not. So I'm not gonna do that. Um, but he's of color, so he's the only of color owner in the league. So if he pick him up, it, honestly, it almost might be a a shining moment for the league. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, he's, he's from Pakistan. Huh? He's from Pakistan? He's from Pakistan. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, um. Shad, Shad, Shad Yeah, yeah, so, uh, that'll be interesting if that was to happen, but I doubt it. Um. Yeah, I doubt it. So, Eli Apple gets traded to the Saints. Um, so we have to talk about the Saints. I mean, we're a Louisiana-based show, and we're not necessarily Saints fans, but... Saints are something that people like to talk about around here. And this actually the game that they had this weekend is a huge game because the last time they played, the miracle in Minnesota happened where Stephon Diggs got the touchdown, game winning touchdown, last seconds of the game. The boy whipped on the on the tackle and it was probably the most epic play I've ever witnessed in my life. Um yeah. It was the most shocking thing I've seen in a football game, definitely. Um, and now they got Eli Apple, so they're trying to strengthen up their defense. They got Mark Ingram back. They had full strength. Camaro been balling this season. Kind of took a little backseat the last couple of games. But other than that, their offense is pulled. Michael Thomas could easily be considered the one, of, if not the best, one of the best receivers in the league right now just by his stats. Um so, and then on the other side, you got Adam Thielen, who is the number one receiver in the league. You got a pretty good Vikings team who seem to be better with Kirk Cousins. I think this matchup will live up to the hype of where it left off last year. What, what you think? Uh, big game. Big game for both teams to really test and see where they at. I believe the Saints is 5-1, and one, and I think um, Jacksonville is 4-2-1, and one, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Oakland, the Vikings, you uh, said Jacksonville. <laughs> oh, 
I'm still thinking about Jacksonville. Right. That's actually because I'm still uh, looking at this picture of Shaq Khan, and he looks a lot like Mario. But anyway. Um, Shout out to Shaq Khan. Yeah, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> he's worth $7 billion, too. That's crazy. But um, anyway, the Vikings, uh, Kirk Cousins, they had a rough game uh, last week. But, you know, it was still good enough. That defense is, is real solid. As long as... Uh, they had Everson Griffin on that D-line and Harrison Smith in the back patrolling. They're going to play tough. I believe that's going to be a low-scoring game in the beginning, but I believe both offenses will probably pick up in the second half. I'm expecting it to be close, man. I'm expecting this game to be really, really close. Now, I got to say this, and and this is before, just so nobody won't take it just the wrong way. Um, we don't have nothing against mental health, and I'm not about to make fun of mental health. I just think it's a, it's a, it's an irony to what I'm about to say. And, and, and look, we had a whole episode on mental health, so I understand the importance of it. Do you find it That's ironic? I have a good question, though. Do you find it ironic that Everson Griffin's potential first game back is against the Saints, and the last time he played was against the Saints? Like, and he took a break for mental focus? Like, he haven't been playing because he wants getting his mind right. And he coming back on the same weekend of the Saints? Like, is that not ironic? Bro, that is irony. That is real ironic. I didn't even think about that. Like, the last game he played was that game. That is real ironic. But Minnesota has a lot of irony. They have a defensive lineman that's really good, but it's first name is saying, yeah. So, um, um, you know, it's, it's an ironic, ironic team. I mean, like I say, I, I respect him sitting out to get his mind right and get his mental focus together and, and make sure, you know, he's, he's mentally strong. And that's great. Like, I think that's cool that they actually let him play for that long because of that. You know, normally that will be something that's like, no. You know, It seems like it will be like, no. So, that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. It's just to me, it's funny how he haven't really played. I don't know if he played preseason, but he hasn't played none this season, and he coming back to play against the Saints, who could have easily caused him to get in a place where he felt like, you know. Wait, well, did he play in the NFC Championship game? He did, but he lost to the, you know, well, actually, they lost to the Eagles, so that wasn't the last game, but it's just funny how yeah. he's going this high. And it brought them down. Like, they right. got punished in the, in the NFC Championship game. They got, yeah. They got punished. The last game they won was the last game he played. Well, the last game that they won last year. Right. And so it's crazy how they went on this. Because remember, they interviewed him, and he was just so excited and all that stuff. Yeah. And they got punished right after that. And so it's yeah. it's got some irony to that, dog. It's crazy. Uh, I think, who you got in that game? Who you got winning that game? Oh, uh, well, I think Minnesota is in the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Damn, I'm not really uh, too proud of that right now. But, yeah, I did pick Minnesota to go to Super Bowl. So, I got Minnesota 31-28. to 28. I, I ain't gonna lie, dog. Oh, bro, I can't even do this, bro. <laughs> I can't do... I can't, I can't do this, bro. I can't do this, but I... I think I'm not gonna say I got because that would mean that I'm a part of that or that like I'm taking some type of ownership towards it. <laughs> I know where you're going now. Okay, I believe that the Saints will be the victors of this game. 
I don't got the Saints, though. I ain't. I don't got the Saints. But I believe they will win. Uh, Sound like you got the Saints. Nah, I would have said that. I ain't say that. Uh, <laughs> so, I believe that the Saints will win the game. Uh, you're not really taking Drew Brees out of his element. He playing in a dome. I don't know if they playing. Uh, you know, if this a home, this is this a home game for the Saints or this a Vikings home game. You know. Uh, I believe it's a road game for the Saints. Okay, so you're not taking him too much out of his element. Um, we'll see if Everson Griffin make an impact on this game. I wouldn't be surprised if he do. Um, cause it's like I say, the irony of that. So I'm gonna be making sure I keep an eye on what he his production in this game, but. I would have to say that I believe that the Saints will be the winners, but I'm I got the Vikings. <laughs> got the Vikings in this game. I got the wow, Vikings. Really? I got I, but I'm just telling you what I believe. I believe the Saints will win the game. And I, I think the you score got, you got I, the Vikings. But I, you believe the Saints gonna win the game. I can't pick the Saints. I'm just telling you. I can't pick them. Like I can pick them, but I can't, I can't. I just said I believe that they're going to win, but I'm not rooting for them. I'm not going for them to win. I don't want them to win, but I think they're going to win. Uh, I just think they team. We're going to see what Eli Apple do. I didn't pick them. Stop putting, stop putting words in my mouth, bro. I ain't, I didn't, I ain't say that, bro. I said, I said I believe the Saints will be the victors of the game, but I'm picking the Vikings. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> College football, we gonna you know college football, you know been having its surprises. Uh, Michigan looking real. Uh, Ohio State getting blown out by Purdue. Out of ever anybody to be blown out by, LSU number four. They number four. They nobody even thought LSU was gonna be ranked top twenty five probably by the end of the season. If so, they was gonna be lower twenty five. Number four, they right now would be in the playoff. Um, they 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 knocked off Auburn. They knocked off Mississippi State, and the biggest win that they had was against Georgia. Uh, Correct. What do you think? Before we get into the Alabama mix, what are you thinking of? How you feeling about LSU? What you thinking about them? Um, solid. It's solid all around. Um, it won't blow you away on offense. They're playing great defense, though. They're playing great defense. I believe their safety is one of the uh, nation leaders for intercepts. I believe he has five intercepts already. Um, they're just playing solid, solid football. Uh, you say we won't get into the Alabama game right now, though, so I won't, I won't comment on that. But they are playing lights out right now, and they're going to need to be playing lights out for what they got coming up. Right, right. So. Um, do we have a, do the LSU have a quarterback? Do we, do they finally have a quarterback? I'm still not told. I'm not told yet. I'm not told yet. I need to see, I need to see him in a big game. I see him against Georgia. But I need to see him in another one for him to really sell me. Now, I, I can't say now, now, it's so hard not to talk about Alabama. <laughs> Because it's the next game for LSU, but right. Um, uh, but it's like to up until this point, I believe that LSU has a quarterback. 
I actually listened to an interview with this uh, with this cat. Um, I want to say it was Kirk Herb Street interviewed him and somebody else. He was on somebody's podcast on ESPN, and uh, he basically was like, you know, he got this mentality because they asked him, he was like, man, look, you know, you get you taking a lot of hits, um, you know. You, you know, eventually you're going to have to learn, you know, to, to lay down. He's like, well, my mentality is touchdown, first down, and then get down. I'm going for it all. You know, I'm going for it all. I'm not playing to, to just get yards. I'm playing to win. And I just have to respect that so much. Um, that's toughness. You know, that that get that, that make your team want to be with you and, and all that good stuff. So, uh I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think he might actually be a pretty good. I think he actually might be a pretty good quarterback up until this point because he did beat Georgia, and Georgia was supposed yeah. to be the team that would give Alabama a run for their money. Yeah. And they, they handled them like that game was closer than what it looked because the defense really, really was shutting them down. It was making it real tough on them, dude. So, um. To go into the Alabama game, Alabama. I mean, Al- Alabama is is a is a semi pro team. Uh, I, are they like an expansion team of the NFL that just haven't played their first <laughs> NFL game yet? Like, I, 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 I like. I feel like. I feel like Alabama could go like five and eleven in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like they yeah. might, they might shock Which a couple teams. <laughs> I don't know. They good, Which bro. Crazy. They, they really that good. They, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what they else really they really do. Good time. You know what's weird about this Alabama team, though? What's what's we, you say? What's weird about them? Yeah. Okay. Let, yeah. Let's hear it. But they're, they're always a really, really good team every year. You're, you're out there top five national championship contender. But they actually have a good, good quarterback for the first time in a long time. This guy, too? Man. Bruh. No, I don't know what to say about that kid. Bruh. I, I'm gonna tell you, bro. Look, I, I ain't know. I can't say I'm like uh, a psychic. I'm not a prophet. I'm not like I, I. I like to tell my. I like to tell my wife sometimes. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I'm. I'm a philosopher on some stuff. I, I feel like I can get into some deep stuff, right? But I said this, and I, I'm not saying I was the first person to say it. Clearly, they had a lot more people saying it before me. They seen him play before me. But when I watched him in the national championship last year, and when he threw the ball, it reminds me of Aaron Rodgers. And not saying he threw the ball as well as Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying that. But when I'm telling you the what what it, what I mean by it remind me of it, you know how like Aaron Aaron Rodgers could throw a ball on a rope, but it feel like when it get to the hands, it's almost like the ball slowed down. And pl- and get placed in the hands of the receiver. Like when you watch, you like, damn, that was so perfect of a pass. Like, yeah. 
and like Tua, he got this, he got like a Kobe Bryant style throw in the sense of it's straight. But it hit the target when you don't expect it. It's like, bam. So when I see him throw the ball, I'm like, this dude, he'll place in that ball in, in places that's unreal and it's unmatched in college football, clearly. Like, I don't think, yeah. I don't know nobody throwing that ball better than him right now in college football. Nah, I, I mean, and I'm just blown away because he's still mobile, too. He still can move. But the way he's throwing the ball, man, normally I get on you for saying that Aaron Rodgers comment, calling it blasphemous and criticizing Troy, but, man, I really can't disagree with nothing you said about Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dog, the dude haven't threw an interception yet, bro. He ain't threw not one interception yet, and he didn't throw. I don't even want to see me. I ain't got my. I ain't on my stats like I like. I ain't never on my stats though, so this ain't new for me. This is a. This is usual, right? This man threw yeah. a lot of touchdowns. Let's just say he threw a lot of touchdowns and he ain't throw no interceptions. A whole bunch of touchdowns, no interceptions. Like. Yeah, yeah, bro. He's playing right. The funny thing is, even if he got five interceptions right now, he's still killing it. Like, yeah, like he would still be playing lights out. Yeah, even if he had five interceptions. Exactly. I wouldn't sure no less about the guy if he had five interceptions than than I do about him now. I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying because I'm pretty sure he's twenty plus touchdowns. Like. He yeah. in that realm of twenty between twenty and thirty touchdowns right now. And it's midway through the season and he ain't throw not one pick yet. That's why but I, I, I think with LSU, I think LSU is actually going to make this this game is not gonna be a blowout like every other Alabama game. I don't see it that way. I think yeah. it's gonna be a really good game. It's gonna be a hard fought game. They always they like they just like the Saints and the Falcons. The Cowboys and the Giants, uh, the I don't know, I can't think of nobody with the Patriots, uh, the, the the Packers and the Bears from more so back then, like you know these rivalries where they just play each other hard. And the Patriots and the Colts used to be. Yeah, with Peyton, Ma- yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. The, the Steelers and the Ravens, the Steelers and the Bengals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, like. It's gonna be that like they as as somebody used to say whoever on oh, yeah a slobber knocker like it's gonna be serious it's gonna be a good game. Jim Ross. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a a hell of a game, man, and uh, I look forward to it. I know it's it's not this week coming. It's it's not this weekend. It's the next weekend, but it's gonna be yeah. an amazing game. I think. I, I, yeah, I, twenty five touchdowns too. By the way, in case you in case you really were curious about it, twenty five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Every twenty five touchdowns this man this man this man threw this year, he ain't threw not one in this. <laughs> oh, two thousand yards, twenty five touchdowns, no pick. And he can run the ball, like you said, but that, yeah, he, he got two rushing touchdowns too. Twenty seven total touchdowns. That's crazy, bro. He got a passer rating of two thirty eight. Hey man, I'm done with you. I'm done with you, bro. <laughs> that dude balling, bro. Hey, bro. Look, that. Hey, honestly though, 
Who you got in that game? Before we wrap up, before we wrap up the show, who you got yeah, in that I got game? Alabama, man. I got Alabama. Man. You got it in? Well, yeah. how, how you see the game playing? Not even a, not a blowout, though. Not a blowout. I think, I think, and playing like the same Vikings game, I think both offenses are going to struggle early. Um, two is going to make plays, but I think LSU will be able to limit him early on, but I think in the second half, he's going to pick up. I got it. And I, got I just it. don't know if LSU can match it. I got a I got a, a lukewarm take. I got a lukewarm take. A lukewarm? I got a lukewarm take, right? You got a room temperature take? A room yeah. T- yeah, room bottle of water, room room temp bottle of water, room temperature <laughs> take. You know, it be kinda cool, but then you realize it's still hot. Like after you drink after mm-hmm. you you know drunk a little bit of that like like up in that little temperature range. He gonna throw his first interception against L S U. You know what? I, that's a good take. That's a, I'm mad I can't slander you for some of the stuff you saw. I'm getting upset. I, I think he threw a first interception. I can't kill you for that. I, I, I mean, you said they got one of the top safeties. They got a cornerback yeah. out of uh, Texas, uh, last name Delpit out of Houston. He nice, bro. He mm-hmm. like six one. He he can cover, bro. He one on one cover. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think he throw his first pick. And I ain't gonna be the person to say I'm a homer. I, I would pick LSU, um, but I think Alabama take it. But I think it'd be low scoring. And when I say low scoring, I think it might be like 21-18 low scoring, maybe or twenty eighteen, something like that. Um, so I, I I got I gotta go Alabama, but I think they went by a field goal or something like that. I think they went on a game winning field goal. Or, That'll be the horrible thing, but I, I, we kind of got a quarterback that can throw the ball now, so it might he might actually throw a touchdown. Um, yeah, I think he might be able to, too, man. So, look, before we get off here, bro, we do got the World Series going on. We'll be remiss not to even speak on the World Series because that's, that's just not sports. That's just not right sports etiquette. So, um... World Series, you told me earlier you're a Dodgers fan. Red Sox had won 108 games this year. I think the Dodgers won 92, something like that. Um, So, they're down 2-0 right now. Clayton Kershaw looking like Clayton Kershaw because nobody else has. Yeah, don't do that. Nobody else. At first, I thought, at first, I was like, okay, they people comparing to Peyton Manning. Some people comparing LeBron James. LeBron James compared himself to him one year, which was idiotic that wasn't smart of him to do because he actually won a championship i look at him more like tony romo boom there we go hey but he just a little better because he he can get to the he can get to the he can get to the super tony romo has number one mvp huh not doing that tony romo has number one mvp okay okay well that's disrespectful um well you can't compare him to nobody else really you know who you could compare him to? I got it. Chris Paul. That's who he like. That's it right there. Chris Paul. That's exactly who he like. He ain't win no MVP, but he was best at what he at. He considered one of the one of the best or the best at his position, and he never and got Chris it done. Chris Paul never got to the finals though. That's another difference. Well, yeah, but that's probably the closest comparison that I come up with that's relevant. That's that's probably the best comparison. <laughs> 
Probably the if best. If you had to compare them to somebody. But who you, you think you think they're gonna be able to shake back? What the, is it a two three two type uh format? Yes. You think they gonna take three? No, it's all uh, three two, two, two 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 one one. One. Okay, two two one one one. Okay, so you think they're gonna win yeah. these next two games? Uh, we have to. I have to roll my team, man. I'm not, you know. I see uh, Yashiel tweeting at the uh, Lincoln game right now. He's sitting there with his LeBron jersey on. Look like he he's pretty stress free right now. So if he ain't tripping, I ain't tripping. We got this, man. Mookie best series. We actually predicted this, bro, in the beginning of the playoffs. He said he was going to go to the World Series, and I think he said he was going to play Boston. He said Boston or somebody else, but what's and he was going to beat him. Kershaw got to get it together, bro. I know he's not going to – why? And this is inter- this was something interesting to me. Why? He not even your ace, right? He not your, your, your person that you start the game off with to destroy. He not even that person. He, he could easily be more of a closer – like, just imagine him coming in the seventh inning, eighth inning, ninth inning to, to shut the game down. Then to start the game when you got a, a ace that's really good. Like, I know pitching is the main thing in baseball. They're going to have to change something up because, oh, boy, that manager, I know, you know, managers don't get as much credit as in, in, in mm-hmm. baseball as in other sports, right? But that manager is doing some hell of coaching for Boston right now. Yeah, he is. He coaching. Yeah, he coaching, and y'all in the Dodgers coach. He not. He, he not. He getting out coach. He. It ain't because Kershaw not doing good. Kershaw play a part in it, but he just not coaching right. He shouldn't have put Kershaw to start that game. He should have put somebody else out there. He should have put y'all ace out there. I can't think of his name. Should have put y'all ace out there. Y'all ace should have started. Right you? Say it again. Right you? That yeah him him put him in the game start yeah. him off. Bring Kershaw in the fifth, sixth inning to go on another little three, maybe three, four inning stretch, and then bring your closers in, play your bullpen like closes, you need to. They got a real good closer. I mean, you got to play to your strengths. Um, so I would like to see the Dodgers come back, but I think I, as much as I don't want another Boston City to win nothing other than the Celtics, because I think the Celtics gonna win the championship. Um, I think, I think Boston. Man, Boston got to be like the most dominant sports city in this in the two thousands. Don't remind me, bro. I hate I hate New England. <laughs> I don't really have nothing against the Red Sox. I hate Boston, of course. I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a Coach fan, so I hate New England. Just don't bring up Boston. God damn, they, they dominate. But uh, good luck to y'all, bro. Uh, but look, you know that's basically oh, all we um, got. What's before, before 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 we get out. Uh, the Texans game, the Texans ended up blowing out the Dolphins. I don't know if you guys have to see it. And uh, Deshaun Watson put up 43 points on your bench in fantasy football. Boy. <laughs> and I just, 43 man, points. I just put this man on my bench right before the game when I saw that the lady was talking about the man had been playing with punctured lungs and fractured ribs. And I was just about to speak on fantasy football. Um, unfortunately, yeah, in the league. He had five touchdowns. Five? Yeah, he threw five touchdowns. Had 239 yards passing, five touchdowns. No, fantasy football. The, <laughs> you, can, 
you don't know what to think. I ain't gonna lie, bruh. And that's crazy. And like she say, in my money league, I'm doing well. In the leagues that I ain't got no money involved, like the league I joined y'all league, I can't win. I, I'm two and five. Like I really lost to you yeah. and she. Like dog. Of course you gonna lose to me. I mean, what do you expect? Dog, you got lucky, you dog. Expect? You got lucky, dog. Dog, my quarterback right. had. Matter of fact, the same quarterback had negative six points against you, sir. <laughs> Oh, man. He had negative six points. That's I'm not going to even touch on y'all, on y'all rules on how this man got a negative six points. He had negative six points, I'll see you later in the season, B. I'll see you later in the season. I said, I said, yeah, we got another matchup coming. Let me see when it is. Nothing, maybe. Nope, I play she week eleven, week twelve. Oh, at the end of the season, this might this might be for playoff implications. I gotta punish. You won't go to you won't go to the playoffs. Uh, no, what four, four teams go, go to the playoffs, right? Yeah, I'll be there. You won't be there. I'll be, be there. there I'll be there. I'm current. I'm currently currently tied for fourth place right now. Me, yeah. You what? I'm tied for fourth place. But That's technically, you just one spot ahead of me. I mean, you um, may, it's that sound um, good. That sound real good, yeah. But I just was <laughs> You're in last place, Arrow. I know, this and you in second to last place. <laughs> this this, I'm tied for fourth place, Arrow. It's a tie. Okay, but it's a tie going the reason, the on. You reason, wouldn't know nothing about that because you're in last. But, this the, but the reason that they got you in the spot right above me is because everybody that you tied with then beat you already probably. So you under them... Cause they didn't beat you. See what I'm saying? So you still technically, you are tied for fourth place, but also technically, you just right above me. No. So, so uh, you, no. you, I'm tied for fourth. We'll go, we'll go with that. Okay. Guy. Well, that, that means I'm in fifth place. I'm in fifth place. <laughs> no, you're actually. It says here you're in eight. I screenshotted it earlier and circled it for you just in case you. And uh, you wrote my name on it. I didn't write your name on it because I didn't want you to get confused. There was a lot of I teams know. up there. And yours was the last. Look, so I wanted you to know. Shout out to hey, shout out to my dog Rob Cassie. That's why my team named Big Forties. Cause we come. That's, that's exactly why my team named Big Forties. So just know Big Forties coming through. We gon' we gon' shake back. You heard me? We gon' shake back. Oh man, y'all need to be small twenties the way you feel right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> you gonna see? Watch the, sh the shake back come. I'm about to go on a winning streak, and you gonna see. And that's all I'm gonna say. You gonna see, dog. Look, but look, man, I don't know who you got this week. But you probably, oh, you got, well, you got first. Nah, you gonna take another L, man. You're I'm not about to take no L. Man. You gonna see? You gonna see? You gotta take an L, man. I'm, I'm about to blow Tyreek out. I'm about to blow Tyreek out. Shout out to Tyreek. He about to get this L though. He about to lose. It's like it's something's been losing. That's another story. <laughs> All right, dog. Well, you got anything you want to let the people know? Anything else you want to speak on? Or anything you want to shout out before we get off here? Um, I don't have anything. All my friends is getting married, so uh, you know. So you next? My secretary, me and my secretary, we've been discussing some things, you know. All I'm gonna say on that. Man, that's what's up, bro. That's what's up, bro. Relax, Harold. I just said we discussing something. Hey. Look, bro. As a as a newly married man, bro, I'm gonna tell you, bro. Do that shit. You heard me. 
And I ain't mean to curse, uh, but I gotta say it like that because it's that important. Do it up. Do uh, uh, you, you want to sound emphatic, y'all? You want to sound. Let people know you're serious about that. Exactly, bro. I just want people to understand, dog. And, you know, I want to encourage those type of things. And plus, that's what we put as, as partners. I'm supposed to put that pressure on you. So just like you got to meet my wife, I have to meet your secretary. So when I meet your secretary, I can make sure I apply the pressure, the, 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 the particular pressure that needs to be applied into your situation so you'll understand what needs to and go on. For that on reason, next. folks, you will never meet my secretary. <laughs> because I know that's the type of person he is. <laughs> well, dog. I will that say. Close the show. I'll repeat before I get in trouble. Close the show. <laughs> look, look, everybody, thank y'all for listening. Shout out to the Roses Home League. Tanuni, yes, you got lucky last week, too. You won last week. That's all right. I'm going to shake hey, back in that league, too. Every league? Nah, in like four leagues, I'm I'm in winning records. Only in this league okay. and another league, I got losing records. Uh, and only about one game. I'm three and four in that in, in the Roses Home League. But I'm about to shake back in that league, too. Uh, and actually, they pretty they okay. pretty good in that league. Actually, they they got some good they they play pretty good. But uh, shout out to them again. Thank y'all for supporting. Make sure y'all tune in. Check out yeah. all our episodes. Yeah, thank you. Stay tuned. Follow mm-hmm. us on IG. Subscribe. Give us five stars. Uh, all that good yeah. stuff. And y'all be blessed, man.